hello. Hello, Parker. Hello, Shree. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good today. How was your week? It was interesting. Really? Yes. Do you want to know more about it? I do. Oh, wasn't it your parents' anniversary this week? Yeah, it was yesterday. They've oh. been married for like 24 years. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's exciting. I uh, wish them happy anniversary. Yes, happy anniversary to them. Even though we are currently inside my house. But that's okay. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> They'll get it. It's yeah, fine. yeah. So, about the week. Mm-hmm. My week has been great because I've been spending time with you. Uh-huh. I love spending time with you, too. Same. <laughs> but yesterday, there was an incident which I feel like people should be listening about. Mm. It might make you uncomfortable, but... This I'm is sorry. a podcast to make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. You need to feel uncomfortable yeah. to be more inclusive. Exactly. So, if you didn't know, I am queer as fuck. <laughs> I identify as pansexual and gender fluid. So, we went to the mall yesterday... What was the mall called? It's called Grand Central. It's in um, Parkersburg, West Virginia. Yeah, it's West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. And I usually do drag sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to buy some dresses. So I was trying out dresses at... It's called Belk. Yeah. And there's this lady who comes out and says, This is not... This is women's changing room or fitting room. Although those were not gendered. Mm-hmm. As like, I gave a complaint to the manager saying that that is completely transphobic because they're not gendered and I don't have to walk all the way across the storeroom, uh, the showroom kind of thing to go to the men's thing. But I could tell that manager was not going to do anything. But that's true. At least she heard and she apologized yeah. for what happened. But yeah. I mean, these things happen every day. Mm-hmm. I mean... Imagine what, how trans people are treated every day. Yeah. That, I mean, me identifying as gender fluid did not change Mm -hmm. the fact that how people see me. I mean, if they look at me, they think that I'm a man kind of thing. But I do like to dress up. Mm -hmm. I do like to do makeup. I'm not good at it. It's a different point. Yeah. Yeah. No, you did a fabulous job, I thought, when you were in your drag persona at the right state drag show it was fabulous thank you i i think i at least got 40 dollars so i'm yeah. happy had enough hey now. there you go <laughs> yeah after we get there so if you want to watch me performing drag come to right states next drag review i mean it's probably a year from now but yeah you i'll we'll keep you updated on that yeah there might be a few surprises there too oh i'm pretty sure there's a lot of surprises yeah so anyway Oh, well, I'm sorry that happened to you. It sucked. You know, like, we live in a world full of intolerant assholes. That's true. I didn't understand. Uh, and I think it's in a dress barn where we're trying yeah. dresses. And they were like, oh, for... I think the manager was saying, like, oh, there is dress uh, fitting rooms for both genders somewhere at the back. Yeah. Let's make sure that other women don't feel uncomfortable. I'm like... Uh, what about you making yeah. me feel uncomfortable? Right. right. Well, and... Um, and it's weird that the whole fitting rooms were, like, 
mm-hmm. big ass rooms. Yeah. It's not like one person can see the other person changing or something right. like that. I didn't understand. Although I want to give a shout out to Route 21. Mm-hmm. Their staff has been like really good. They were like, they literally walked us into the feeding rooms and like, you can use this. Yeah. Or JCPenney was pretty good too. Yeah, JCPenney well, was good too. Well, it's not like anybody was there walking around. We just walked in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Like, it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, at least JCPenney and Route 21. Yeah. And Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. Oh, let's... Yeah, that that was that was something that I, that was bothering me throughout the week. Mm-hmm. But I ended up good. I know, I know this happens every day. Yeah. So, that's good. I mean, yeah. I just wanted people to know shit like this happens every day mm-hmm. and you need to unlearn a lot of prejudices that yeah. society has put in you. Okay, I don't want to take a lot of time from this. <laughs> well, no, that's a good... This is a good um, sort of like um, stage for the topic we'll be talking about this week. Which so is what's the topic? Bullying. Mm-hmm. Which, I'm not going to lie, this may get a little t- real, so just be prepared. Like, bullying is not a topic that should be um, taken lightly. It's a very, very, very serious Mm -hmm. issue. It's sort of like, like, it's like, because it's like, the world today, bullying is sort of like made out, like, bullying is not given the attention I think it deserves, because Mm -hmm. it's a very serious thing that goes on and affects so many people's lives in so many ways yeah. that society is not recognized. It's just like people say it's like a normal thing that happens, yeah. you'll get over it kind of thing. Like it's stupid. Like boys, oh, boys will be boys, you know. Like yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So, that's so dumb. Yeah, that's dumb. So, okay, so, anyway, so... Were you ever bullied? Yes, I was bullied. So, this was my experience. So... Starting at about mm, second grade mm-hmm. or third grade, kids started making fun of me because I had a speech impediment for a very long time. I also had really bad teeth and I wasn't the most attractive, nor was I was the fastest or the strongest or, you know, the most popular, the smartest, etc. So, yeah. Like, so, public school in America is sort of like a lion's den. Mm-hmm. Like, you are, like, if you have any visible um, flaws, like, any... Quote-unquote flaws that the society yeah. thinks are flaws. Yeah, thinks are flaws. It is, like, open war on you. Because it's like, if you don't... Like, if you're not in the in crowd, and if you violate their standards, you're a target. And that was my, unfortunately, my experience because I had a lot of faults to them, and I was an easy target. Because, like, one aspect of bullying is a lot about reaction. And so, you know, like... So, like... Part of it is reaction, but also is about, you know, like, is a lashing out. But we'll get into that more. Mm-hmm. So, 
Like, a lot of the things kids would call me would be, they would, or do, would make fun of the way I talk. Because I didn't, like, I had problems speaking, and I had a speech therapist. So, you know, they would say, like, things like, like, I, I won't name any of the boys, because that's unfair. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one kid would say, Hashibishi, like, would say, like, oh, I can't understand you. You know, speak normally, please. If you, like, What does speak normally yeah. mean? Everyone has their own way of speaking. Right. I don't understand when people say, like, speak normally. Mm-hmm. That's, I feel like that kind of goes into the topic of ableism. Like, right. there's a right way of speaking. Yeah. You know, I think it's just, like, so that, like, they would also say, like, oh, you're retarded or you're, you're dumb or you're stupid or, like, like, you know, it wasn't, like, the early bullying was a lot of about my team, mm-hmm. really. And it was, like, or, like, just my physical appearance. Mm-hmm. It didn't really start to become more below the belt until I got into, like, fifth or sixth grade, where kids would really get mean. Like, they would say, like, baggot, and, like, you know, they would, um, like, they would swear at me, and they would, like, they just do a lot of mean things, and it's just, like, you know, I mean, it hurts. And, you know, it's like, it affected me because it made me feel like I was, I couldn't do anything. Like, no, I wasn't the fastest runner, you know? So, every time we would play sports, I would always be picked last. Mm-hmm. Like, and that hurts. You know, to always be the last kid, like, second to last. It was either last or second to last. And that hurts, you know, because it's like... Well, shit, I'm not, I know I'm not fast enough at kickball, or I'm not the best thrower at dodgeball, or I'm not going to hit the baseball the best, or I'm not going to be the best at soccer, but that doesn't mean you, you know, pick me last all the time. And so that was, like, it affected my self-confidence because it didn't make, it made me feel like nothing I ever did was good enough for anybody. And Question. I'm sorry, I interrupted a lot. No, it's okay. Why do you think the kids who are bullying you? Well, like, this is the thing. A lot of my bullies had not great home lives. Mm-hmm. So, I think that for them, they were picking on me because they were they didn't have a, attention at home that they needed. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, I feel sorry for them. And I feel sorry that they had such bad home lives. Mm-hmm. But that's didn't, that does not justify the way they treated me yeah. for so many years. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not gonna, I'm not going to turn the blind eye and say, well, that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. I know you have a rough home life, and that's, all, and that's sad for you. I mean, that doesn't change the fact that they bullied you. Right. That doesn't change the fact that what happened to me mm-hmm. hurts. And that will never change that. Yeah. You know, so... I think that for a long, for, I think that I do feel sorry for them, Mm -hmm. but I'm not, I'm not going to, it doesn't change how they treated me. So. Yeah. It is true that 
bullying ha- leaves a scar on you for your life right. maybe or it depends on the person that you're talking to mm-hmm. i mean sometimes i think like why bullying happens is because there's lack of awareness among mm-hmm. kids like we don't teach our kids that there there are differences that not all people are like you or we don't teach them that mm-hmm. if if someone is different from you that doesn't mean that they are subject to ridicule or like right. you can treat them badly they happen technically if you look at bullying that happens in schools mm-hmm. and if you look at how people are treated based on their physical appearances around the world like mm-hmm. people pe- people of color yeah who are always judged for what their skin color is mm-hmm. or people with different sexual orientations or gender identities are always treated because right. they're not quote unquote agreeing to the social norms that right. the society has laid on us mm-hmm. and i feel like unless we provide good like awareness among kids mm-hmm. it's not going to stop like how people think well like here's my thinking so like you brought up an interesting point mm-hmm. when you said like oh kids aren't taught social awareness mm-hmm. they're like Well, I believe that a bad home life contributes to bullying. I think if your parents or parent mm-hmm. or guardian or whomever mm-hmm. is watching over you is an asshole like a king. Like I mean, like you know, is a bully themselves. Mm-hmm. That child or grandkid or whatever or any relation is going to see that and say, "Oh, that's the way I ought to treat people." Mm-hmm. You know, like my grandpa calls black people the n-word. So that must be okay. Because that's not all I've ever heard my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, so Is it your grandpa like Oh, you're giving an example. Like just an example. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, like like it's like So, I think that bad home life is responsible, but also parents being bullying themselves. Mhm. contributes to because the, their parents aren't telling them no you shouldn't call people faggots or you shouldn't call people the n word or if somebody with a speech, speech impediment is not a uh, not a bad thing mm-hmm. you know like there are differences in, in this world those are good differences where shouldn't be an aim to make everybody the same mm-hmm. like you know that well so yeah so like Did you tell anyone that you were being bullied? Mhm. Like my parents knew and they were so loving and so supportive mm-hmm. for all the time it happened and like you know but you know there's always so much parents can do. Mhm. Like but because when it's not your kid you can't do anything. Like you can't do much. Mm-hmm. Like so like I remember it was during Uh, a party like a school party in fourth grade it was halloween and my mother came up to one of my boys and said you leave my son alone and then the next day the boy said oh you think i'm threatened by your mother and mm. like he said oh no i'm not threatened at all and what gave that person that much confidence well because again it's like that that only just put fuel on the fire mm-hmm. like it make it egg them on to do it even more and they did i mean yeah it's always 
a dilemma on how how to intervene mm-hmm. in those kind of situations if a child is being bullied or something's bad happening to the child like how do you react kind of thing mm-hmm. and it, it ties into the fact that how much do we know right that's happening in the society right. in in the school like how people are mm-hmm. are maybe yeah. it's like how much mm-hmm. should be should parent be involved right to protect the child from being bullied or how yeah it's not like if if i'm a parent and mm-hmm. i'm being i'm pro- i'm protecting my children from getting bullied but it mm-hmm. doesn't stop it doesn't mean that i'm protecting every child right. from bullying right. so it should be like coming from each and every household and yeah. it should be parents should teach their ch- yeah. children like how to be respective mm-hmm. despite the differences that we have kind of thing well like I would say, like, when I, during my time in school, there wasn't a lot of, like, the generation, or our generation, I should say, that generation that we're in, that, when we were going to school, in that time, that was when really a lot of anti-bullying and bullying prevented mm-hmm. prevention started mm-hmm. but it didn't like it really didn't take effect mm-hmm. until after i was out so yeah. like for whatever few seminars we would have mm-hmm. or like assembly or however many speakers we had or you know like how many statistics we got etc it didn't change anything mm-hmm. and i think so that do you think they're not they were not effective enough to change anything? Well, because the thing was with that, the teacher's policy, or the at least in my school's policy, was, like, if the teacher didn't see it, it didn't happen, generally. And that, it's done. That's... It's done. Yeah, that's it's stupid. sort of like, you know, like, it didn't really become... Like, you know, because what I never understood was, if I'm telling the teacher, hey... You know, people just call me retarded. You know, what makes you think a child's lying about that? Like, what, mm-hmm. what, why would a child lie about that? Like, if it's, like, if you get, like, if it's, like, the first one, okay, maybe, let it slide. Mm-hmm. But if it's several complaints to the teacher regularly, there's a problem. So don't give me the BS of, well, I didn't see it. Sorry, Parker. I can't do anything about it. No, you have eyes. You have ears. You can hear as well as I can. So get off your butt and do something. You know, like, the fact of the matter is, in school, there is no proper discipline for bullying. Mm -hmm. Or at least when I was there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you could have, like, we had the accountability book Mm -hmm. in my school which was basically like like if you got your name in it you got your recess taken away and then if you did this you had if you got it was like five strikes or something Mm -hmm. i don't know you would have to go to the principal's office and then you get like detention or whatever Mm -hmm. but that wasn't effective it didn't change anything like it sort of like it was just there but never right had an impact right the students because it didn't mean anything Mm -hmm. like it was just like Oh, I get my recent taken away. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Like, it's like, sort of like the current prison system. 
you know, there's no proper discipline for when people do certain crime that would give send them the message of, hey, I can't do this anymore, or mm-hmm. I shouldn't do it. So, you know, like, I'm going to say this. The teachers and the principals at my elementary school were pretty much ineffective. Like, they didn't do much in the way, like, you know, like, the thing I heard a lot was, oh, just ignore them. But that is so easy for adults to say. Ignoring. Mm-hmm. Ignoring people because you've spent a lifetime doing it. Mm-hmm. For a child, they can't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Like, because when it is repeated attacks every day, mm-hmm. hours on end, you're going to get your limit. So, you know, it is unreasonable to tell kids who are bullied, just ignore them. Because it's not, they don't go away. It doesn't matter how long you ignore them. They don't ever. Like, it's not a... Because when you're a target, you're a target for as long as they want you to be a target. So, it's a matter of... There just needs to be better discipline. That. Something needs... Something more needs... A firmer punishment or something needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, society just needs to change. Because bullying, again, is not taken seriously. True. Like, you know... Because I know in high school how many, I can't count how many people I know hurt themselves or the, the, killed themselves because of it. Mm-hmm. Like, or how many stories I heard. Mm-hmm. Because bullying was just one of those things where it wasn't being taken seriously. And unfortunately, I don't think it's taken seriously today, even. Because society just refuses to recognize it. Mm-hmm. So, On that note, I was going to say something about the statistics of bullying here. Uh, according to the National Voices for Equality, Education, and Enlightenment webpage, it says for every seven minutes, there's a child that's being bullied. And adult interventions in those kind of things is only 4%. Peer interventions is 11%. And sadly enough, no intervention. That means no one, not even adult or teacher, or teachers, parents, don't intervene in uh, child bullying that's 85 percent when you're talking about teachers saying that if they don't say that that it, it did not happen it makes me think about something that is basically if i say that people are calling me the f word or the n word mm-hmm. despite the fact that you wa- you saw it or not you should keep the students accountable right. for the fact saying that someone maybe you right. are, you're hearing that word from mm-hmm. someone right. that means there's something wrong happening you need yeah. to keep your students accountable and teach them what's right and what's wrong right. like saying that word is wrong yeah. even though you did not hear it from a student's mm-hmm. mouth but it's right. still wrong you need to teach them you're yeah. not and that ties yeah. in with the educational system being bad kind yeah, of thing like, but the thing is, is that you're right. If you if you don't specifically see a student do it, you just don't address, don't address the class and say, "Hey, you know, don't do that." Mm-hmm. You know, you can't say the F word or the R word or the you can't call people those things mm-hmm. because that's wrong. Yeah, like it don't give like so the. Even if you don't see it, there's still something you can do. So. That's true. 
I kind of think about what think about the person who's bullying the other person what goes in their mind and the psychology of it I'm pretty sure a lot of psychologists have like studied about bullying and stuff then I kind of think what's happening in their life and you brought yeah. it a good point that there might be a disturbed coming from a disturbed family kind of thing or dysfunctional family yeah. um, they might be just blatantly ignorant right. or they're just taking what they're seeing from the society mm-hmm. so I feel like bullying does reflect what happens in society in, right. in a sense and there needs to be a lot of awareness programs uh-huh. which you said there were but they were not effective enough to bring right a change so I feel like the government or the schools should yeah. work on ways to improve those things like I think they're trying it's just like it's sort of like you know the best laid plans of mice and men which is a an expression I don't know well it's do sort not of not use American expressions I'm not from here <laughs> I do not understand them like I mean schools I think have good intentions but again there's no follow through or there's no like there's no like reg- there is no reinforcement of what a child did they don't like, because a child who's a bully, they don't understand. Like, I shouldn't say they don't understand. They do it because they want to. Like, if they... Is there... I wouldn't... It, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's like... Are you trying to say that they don't know what they're saying, but they just say it because the thing that that's... I think so. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, mean, sometimes... Yeah. Sometimes I hear kids saying a lot of things mm-hmm. that I'm pretty sure they don't know what they mean, right. but they just say it because they heard it somewhere, or right. they just say they it heard because, it from their parents. Yeah, or yeah, someone yeah. close to them. Yeah, or they think it's fun, mm-hmm. and usually a lot of times bullying happens. There's peer pressure involved to the the thing of fitting into people. Like if there's if mm-hmm. there's a cool group that's bullying others and right. you want to fit in the group you yeah. start bullying I mean yeah that's but how here's what I want to say mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt no you're fine like I had a friend mm-hmm. who I we had been friends since preschool mm-hmm. for a very long time up until about fourth or fifth grade mm-hmm. then he started bullying me. But his reasoning was he wanted to fit in later. That's what he told me. I said, you know, I thought we were friends. You could have stood up and said something. Mm-hmm. You could have not done it. Yep. Like, you know, like, because we all, like, in bullying, they talked about bystanders. The people who mm-hmm. watch it and don't do anything. Yep. Which is wrong. You shouldn't be a bystander. However, I told my friend, I said, I would have much rather you been a bystander and watch it happen instead of taking part. Because what type of friend does that? Mm-hmm. To turn, to say, well, I just wanted to fit in. No, you know, you don't turn your back on friends just to fit in. So, True. I mean, I, I get it. it. You know, like, and I'll admit it, I, I, there was a certain point in my life where I tried to, too. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I... Try to fit in by bullying yeah. someone. Right, and it, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And I wish I hadn't done it. Mm-hmm. You know, for, so, yeah, to say how much bullying hurt me and how much it affected me, to know that I did it to somebody else breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. And it, I, it, I, I kick myself almost every day that I did it. Yeah. And I wish I had. Because I knew... Because even that... That still didn't get me... Mm-hmm. Anywhere. You know? Like... It was just like... It was one of the things where... You know... As you said... You were trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. And it just... You know? Like... Let me say this. If, any, if ever anybody tells you... Oh, do this and you'll fit in... Mm-hmm. Don't listen. It's bullshit. Because if you are not a part of that in crowd, you're never going to be a part of the in crowd. Sure. Like, you're not... That's a... That's, like... Whenever that group develops, mm-hmm. where this form, it is an impenetrable circle, or an impenetrable force that will you will never get into. Because if you're on the outside, you're never getting in. The thing that the need to be fit into someone, or into a group, or into stereotype mm-hmm. also shows how society wants us to fit into boxes kind of thing. Right. It's it's hard to fit into stereotypes. Like if you're if you if you're a man you need to be of certain kind, like boys don't cry kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So the society puts a lot yeah. of boxes on people, mm-hmm. like you need to fit in these right. labels. Otherwise you're not you're not part of society or right. you're like an outs- outstander. I don't know if that's the word. But, uh, yeah, like you're an outcast. Outcast, yeah. Yeah. And bullying, I feel like bullying is an actual representation of what happens mm-hmm. in society, but it's, it is a mini-show version of yeah. oppression that happens mm-hmm. in, in the society. And if we do not handle that, miniature version of it, mm-hmm. it it will grow into bigger when when the ch- children grow up and mm-hmm. still believe what's what happened right to be true well the thing is that for my experience mm-hmm. it was like like society view boys in the con in the view of oh you can't cry Boys shouldn't cry. Boys shouldn't cry. Hashtag toxic masculinity. Like, if you... Like, because if you do cry as a man Mm -hmm. or a young boy in school, you're weak. Mm -hmm. You are not... So, like... And so, for my experience, it was like, if the teacher would have taken me up to the front and me crying my eyes out, like, I would have been called a pussy. Mm Mm-hmm. Like in a tattletale and a you know, such it's kind a little of funny girl. Funny that what people use "pussy" as yeah. a bad word. Yeah. Like. Right. Meaning, what? What do you mean? Like, pussy is yeah. bad or it's weak? Right. Right. That shows how right. sexist the society is. Now. Right. That's a whole different yeah. topic, and I can speak You're about right. it for hours. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is like you know, like society does have that. Like, oh, just toughen up. It's not that bad. You'll you'll get through it. It's just boys being boys. You, you know, know what I said to my dad when when he said that boys don't cry? Mm-hmm. I said that I'm a human and it's just an emotion. If I right. don't let it, 
yeah. do, you, do you want me to not let it out mm-hmm. and he's like from that point on was just like you can cry as yeah. much as you want that's an emotion I mean, it, like, right, it's healthy to cry, and it's a good thing to cry, and it's not a bad, it's not a bad thing to cry, because when somebody hurts you, that's what you're gonna do. It's an emotion, so. and you can, you are, you can show whatever emotion you want, and crying is not a sign of weakness. Yeah. But also, I want to talk about, like, religion's role in bullying. Mm-hmm. Like, as a Christian, or growing up as a Christian, I was told that, oh, God is by your side. Mm-hmm. Whatever problems you're having, pray to him, and he will help you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here to tell you, tell you, it didn't help. Like, no amount of praying I did ever changed anything. Mm-hmm. It didn't make it better. It didn't get me through it any better. I mean, the only, I guess the only saving grace is that, you know, like, I never harmed myself. I didn't commit mm-hmm. or attempt to commit mm-hmm. any sort of self-harm or anything, although I threatened one time. Mm-hmm. I came home from school one day, and, I, like, the worst places for bullying was the school bus and the lunchroom. Those were the two that's where it happened the most. Mm-hmm. So I got home after a pretty rough day on the school bus, and I got off, and I walked into the kitchen. And my mom was sitting there, and I said, "Mom, I'm going to kill myself." But I didn't. I didn't actually do anything. What did your mom say? She said, "Don't do that." You know, she hugged me and she said, "Everything will be okay. I love you. You know, you'll be fine." You know, like she did her best to comfort mm-hmm. me, like any good parent would. Like, and I didn't. I mean. Right. Like, as in, when you said that, I was imagining what if my child comes to me one day and says that hmm. I want to kill myself because people are bullying yeah. me. How would I react? And I'm like, right. I would break down and cry. I'm cry. actually teary right now. Oh, yeah. It's, I know it's heavy. I mean, this is a heavy topic. Yeah. I. I mean, we are not parents, but at least yeah. me. I think when I'm thinking about what parents go through I mean they want their child to be happy right but when the child is having troubles Mm -hmm. like people bullying them and the child is going through a lot of stuff that they want to help with but they don't know ways to help them with it's hard on parents to how it goes yeah well it's just that feeling of helplessness Mm -hmm. because you can't you can't do anything for them. Like, the only solution that... Like, like I... So, the bullying around sixth grade got so bad, my parents said, that's it, we're taking you to another school. And so, I went to the, um, the Catholic school called St. John's, and while it got a little better, I still got bullied. So, mm-hmm. I mean... The bullying did not stop until after freshman year in high school. So, so about from third grade until freshman year, which was about mm, a long time. It was that's too much math. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> I feel like I should be knowing, <laughs> doing that. Now. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's okay. We'll do it another time. Yeah, I feel like that's what the society kind of focuses on, like saying that oh, it's going to get better somehow. Yeah. I mean, from third grade to the freshman year of college, it's like, 
High school. Good amount of time. A freshman? High school. Of high school, yeah. That's still a lot of yeah. time. Like, no, I don't think no child should be going through what bullying is. For No sh- child should be bullied. That's the right. whole point. Right. Huh. You okay? Are you okay, Packer? Yeah. I it's, know you shared a lot of personal stories. Well, it's just a it's a heavy topic. That's all. It is heavy. But that is a good thing to talk about heavy topics. Because it is. These are the, because again, society does not want to recognize it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to... Society does not want to label the bad parts about it. Yeah. Because it's too much for people to recognize to one to look at and so they want to say oh well it doesn't matter no it didn't happen it doesn't yeah. it, it, it gets better it's like sugar coating on yeah. the, like there's nothing bad in the society even though right. there's like a lot of bad things that happening that mm-hmm. happen in the society yeah I mean I feel like if you cannot teach or help your children see the bad things mm-hmm. I mean I don't it's not like oh you'll show your kids oh these are all the bad things kind of thing but I feel like they need to be some amount of education that talks about yeah. uh, these are the things that are bad with the society and so at least the children will be like oh let's work together and change yeah. this well like the thing is is that oh I forgot <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about sorry wow <laughs> I love my <laughs> which is a pretty common thing oh true I, I always forget stuff um but I, yeah, yeah. It's just like they don't want to deal with it, you know, like it's society just doesn't want to deal with it. It's so. kind of interesting that the society doesn't want to deal with it because mm-hmm. over fourteen percent of high school students have considered suicide, mm. and almost seven percent have attempted it. I wonder what the um, who if what the gender statistics are on that. Like, if, because, like, I wonder if it's, who gets bullied more? Like, girls or boys, and how many more try to commit mm-hmm. suicide or consider it versus actually successfully follow through? Like, that's, a, like, not that sex matters, but I think that in some regards yeah. it does, like, your sexual mm-hmm. orientation does yeah. Play a lot into how you're bullied and yeah. how you are treated by the school system. So I get the I get your point. Then there needs to be like statistics on more how, like which group of people are getting bullied. Mm-hmm. Although we do agree that bullying in general is bad, right. no one should ever get bullied. But it's also the point that there are a few minorities that get bullied. Yeah. Uh, when you consider, I mean, this website which says bullying. It's called bullying statistics. R. It says suicide is the third leading cause of death among young people, mm. resulting in four thousand four hundred deaths per year. That's not a small amount. That's a high. Yeah, and usually, I I feel like people who get one of the minority that gets bullied a lot is LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. minorities, because people. Or people use the words like gay, lesbian, or trans on other people like just to just to degrade them. I don't understand why people think that saying calling someone gay is making fun of them. Yeah, I get called that a lot. 
Yeah. Because you you were called a lot a lot yeah. of times the f word, yeah. and it's it's interesting. It's, I mean, interesting in a bad way that people think that calling someone gay or trans is somehow demeaning. Well, and it does show yeah. how the society is putting how the society is putting all the prejudices into your brains. Yeah. Well, I think the reason why kids think calling people the F word or gay or trans or any other um, homophobic slur is that in the time that you grow up, mm-hmm. because society sort of wants you to be straight, like you do everything to swear, you know, oh no, I'm not gay or I'm not trans or I'm not LGBTQ plus anything, you know, I'm straight. Like, I remember think, saying that to a bunch of kids. I said, I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. And then, surprise, surprise. <laughs> you know, they Are were actually, they, they guessed it right. <laughs> I'm a platinum gay, by the way. What's a platinum gay? It means I haven't touched uh, vagina. Like, I'm a C-section. So I didn't Aww. touch my mom's vagina, and I haven't touched vagina since. <laughs> no, not, never, not one. You're a platinum kid. Yeah, I'm That's a good one. <laughs> it's a real thing. Thanks, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Oh, my God. They, you find viewer stuff on Urban Dictionary. Yeah. It's sometimes cool, sometimes weird. Kind of like, it's like the um, language porn site. Yeah. You can find some strange shit on porn sites. Anyway, this is going down a tangent. I don't want to go down. Yeah, no, let's not go on. <laughs> yeah, that's a different topic. Well, yeah. You want to talk about your own experience? Oh, yes. Um, I was bullied as a kid. I was... I, I was the bully and I was bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a kid, maybe like... Maybe in the first, second grade or maybe like sixth grade. And that's like first to sixth grade maybe. It was fascinating how they bullied me. Because I was heavy as a kid I was what they call fat I that made my self confidence like go down a bit or maybe a lot and people used to call me and I'm like why are they calling me that way I there were days where I was like I didn't want to eat anything or I started dieting I don't know what's the age when you're in first grade and you should not be yeah. limiting what you're eating kind oh. of thing. That's bad. Yeah. yeah. And when I got to seventh grade, eighth grade kind of thing, it it did kept people still used words like uh, you're fat kind of thing. But then later on, it got, I think it's the political situation that, caused a lot of bullying later on because my the state where I used to live there was a political riot and the state was divided into two different states and where we were living was not where I was actually born so I was part of the I was born in the other part of the state which was divided mm-hmm. that made people say things like you're not you don't belong here no. you need to go back and there was one day there's one kid who held my collar and said that you need to go back you don't you you're not here. you don't belong here kind of thing and that was like i didn't 
I was not angry. I was not... I was actually... I was like, what's wrong with the kid? That person is the same age as me. But it's still... They have the thought of saying that someone doesn't belong here. What... Where are they, I mean, at that point, I did understand that the political behave political situations does influence the children's behavior because a lot of pe- politicians at that uh, in news were talking about oh you, people should not people from different different part of the state should not come here they need to leave all those kinds of things so I do understand where this is stemming from that's why I did not actually feel bad for what that that person did. I actually felt bad for what the what the underlying cause was. It's more like the root of the problem caused me more problem than actually whatever that means. Yeah, I was trying to be metaf- metaf- Meta- metaphor. Yeah, metaphor, but <laughs> did not have that. Yep, and I did bully someone getting into peer pressure because. And I, that that was something I regretted whole, all my life. And it's kind of interesting that all the people that bullied me later became my friends. Uh. Although I still have that uh, layer of doubt on them because they bullied me mm. when I was a kid. And the most surprising fact or like the incident that happened was I think it was like in third grade or fourth grade. I think my pen or my pencil fell down and one of the girl was helping me out get the, get my pencil up and I think few of the kids started saying that you raped her what I'm like what it was third grade I don't know what's the age third grade is uh, probably eight uh, yeah I think. An eight years old kid, a bunch of eight years old kid, yeah. normalizing rape culture. So society, you know what is what society is doing to your yeah. your kids, or what you're doing to your kids. Yeah. So you got that's that's as like. Mm-hmm. I, I felt bad mm-hmm. in a sense, like this is what's happening, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And yeah, and for uh, fortunately enough. No, actually, unfortunately, my bullying did not last a long time in high school. Mm-hmm. It got better because I am, I was the smart kid kind of thing. Mm, and then, yeah. people need smart kids to get good grades in classes. Mm. So I was not bullied since I was the smart kid because mm. most of them needed my help to pass the classes. Yeah. Well, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You weren't done, were you? Were you done? No. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. If you're... No. That, that's what's still my high school thing. Oh, okay. Actually, kind of like till 10th grade. 11th and 12th grade, I was struggling with education. That was like the worst years of my life. I was... There was a whole issue of family troubles and there's like an aspect of... I don't know if it... I labeled it depression because I know I was going through tough shit. And people were being super mean to me. I was never been invited to anything. I was never ever been considered. They call me friend, but I'm the last person. They don't even know 
they just assumed that I was busy all the time, although I was not. Yeah. And there was this one person, because I did kind of fail one of a class, uh, not fail, it was a practice test and I failed the practice test, mm. which is not a big deal, just saying. Yeah, not a big deal. And this person came to me and said that, why are you even studying? I'm like, okay, that hurts. Yeah. I'm like, I know... I will, I know I'm smart. I'm putting my hundred per. I'm giving my hundred percent, but I don't know where I lack things. And I'm, there's a lot of stuff that's happening in my family, and it, like, a lot of shit happening that I couldn't, I couldn't concentrate well. But you, you're not supposed to say that you, you don't deserve to be studying something yeah. like that. Yeah. Which did affect me, I, and then that's why what that's one of the reason that all that maybe hatred, not maybe hatred, the hatred that I got. Was the, was one of the reasons I did not want to continue studying in Indian because I thought that that competitive nature of students and telling people telling each other that you don't deserve to be here kind of thing yeah. I did not like yeah, the yeah. whole fact of it. Mm-hmm. I I worked my ass off to prove them that I was intelligent enough to get into the schools that they got into. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of interesting and sad that you have to work yeah. hard to prove to someone else rather yeah. than actually working for yourself. Right. Yeah, and that was sad enough. Then when I decided to come here, I thought, oh, America, like usually Indian media portrays America as this beautiful place. Yeah, it's bullshit. That's true. You know. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought this was like, oh, everyone is respected, everything is beautiful, like yeah. both, both like men women and everyone are treated with respect and there's nothing bad and stuff like that happening here when i came here i realized it's wrong yeah i mean i was explore i was confused with my sexuality when i came here and a lot of things happened with my roommates when i when i came out to myself as a person who is not straight they were like a lot of mean things said and names being called and it's it's hard i mean that's why i feel like lgbtq plus uh, people get harassed more or get bullied more because it happens throughout their life and recently i was walking towards my apartment and there was this four people in in the dorm room yelling gay at me and they're shouting at me are you a man or a woman and giving me threats to sexually abuse me and that scared me and these things happen a lot and the the thing that about the mall thing the transphobic issues i feel like lgbtq plus groups are targeted a lot mm-hmm. and me being a person of color yeah. makes it more bad because that adds a layer of like racism, racism yeah. and people telling me to go back to india and stuff mm-hmm. so <coughs> These are my experiences. I usually don't get worked upon, worked out on, like, what's the word called? Work. Worked up. Worked up, yeah. Worked up on these issues. But I do, I, I've, if someone makes me uncomfortable, mm. my ideal way is to make them uncomfortable and say that what you're doing is wrong mm-hmm. and you need to unlearn what you learned. And... This is the right way to do it if you want diversity and inclusion. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> I agree. 
Just so you, you know, Paco is clapping. Yeah. I agree. Uh, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Like, because in America, you know, as we talked about, society sort of just poo-poos it. Mm-hmm. Or like says, oh, it's not a big deal. What was India's... What's India's perspective on bullying? Um, that's a good thing. Hmm. I would still agree with the boys being boys, boys don't cry. My, I did share a story about my dad saying that boys don't cry kind of thing, which is stupid enough. And they, I, I would say there was a lot of bullying towards boys because boys are boys kind of yeah. thing. Because most of the times that the bullying I got was... Because I was not masculine enough, I was not fitting into the box of what you deem to be masculine. Same. And I was like, why do I have to fit in a box? Yeah. And and the societal views are always been like, I mean, I think I did mention to my parents and they, my parents were like, they gave complaint to teachers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the teacher spoke to the kid and... I didn't know it changed anything. So I was yeah. like, I gave up. I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. So it did, like, basically complaining didn't change. It did not change anything. Well, like, you had, like, a thousand students in one class, right? Or, like, some, like, no. a lot. No. You had a lot of, like, you I had mean, a big class, though. I mean, till 10th grade, we have a good amount of people, like, at least 30 to 40 people in a class. Mm. But 11th and 12th grade, we had like 50, uh, oh sorry, 100 yes. to 120 people in the class. Yes. And I'm pretty sure none of the professors knew yeah. my name. Yeah. And yeah, the education yeah. system sucks. <laughs> All the people think Asian education system is better because we learn a lot of things. I mean, we learn a lot of things, but learning math, physics and science, uh, math, physics and chemistry is not going to... Yeah help you be a good citizen if you don't know what yeah what is diversity and inclusion right um um do you want to talk to them about the song you found oh yeah oh there's this song called hopeful which i heard like i think it was, it was on britain's got talent and there was this kid who was bullied when he was in school and that he then his like his mom and him moved to a different they moved to a different school I guess mm. and he meets another another person who kind of they have this bond then they kind of start writing songs together and the song is called Hopeful it's about how he was bullied and how there's always hope to get back and stop the bullying kind of thing and it's a beautiful song and it's by Parson Melody mm-hmm. and I, I love them they're sweet and they're you got you guys have to listen to the yeah. song because it's good and it is really it really fills you with hope yeah well that is it's a beautiful song mm-hmm. I think it's like another good one I liked is um, True Colors by Sydney Lauper I should listen to that it's a real it's a beautiful song it's really it really did like around um high school it really did like uplift me mm-hmm. and it's like it told me how beautiful I was, no matter what was going on so yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, 
it's just it's kind of interesting that we do not have effective ways to deal or prevent bullying but i feel like there are small things that can be done or that parents and schools or anyone can do to stop bullying it's it's not something that should be happening it's something that can be stopped if if small measures have been taken well like the thing as my view is society has to change Mm -hmm. like it has to move away from like oh it's okay to cat call women on the street Mm -hmm. or to you know like assume somebody's gender or to like use like racial slurs Mm-hmm. And not really think of it as a big deal. Especially like, at this point of time where right, everything uh, is like... Yeah. Like with the president we have now, it's not going to change. Because basically he and his supporters think, well, it's not a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. oh, why should black people be worried about being called the N-word? It's not a big deal. It's just a word. Don't get over it. Like, I mean... We have to consider the fact that the people who are saying it are cis white men. Right. And they have a lot of privilege. Yeah. And, yeah. They're by just snowflakes. Like, they really are by just snowflakes. I don't know. <laughs> well, it means, like, you know, like, because snowflake means sort of like you've, um, like, it, I don't know whether it's specifically means but it's like an insult conservatives use on liberals to say oh you're weak or you're you know you're too delicate oh. you know like basically yeah I'm too delicate that if you touch me I'll break right but so basically like but you know if you call them deplorable mm-hmm. which they are what's deplorable means like bad like no mm-hmm. good terrible awful you <laughs> know like you know like, okay, I'm going to say this. I don't want to... I don't mean to get into politics, but I think this is somewhat an important segue mm-hmm. to talk about because the world... Because society... If it accepts the things that are going on now with the president and the government, then it's not going to change. So, mm-hmm. for the people who do support the president, I know not all of the new... Or all of them are racist big and an asshole but for the for the for the group that are they are the deplorable so when you call them deplorable they'll cry and break down and tell you ah how racist you are you're racist against white people which is <laughs> a load of bullshit but you know i mean like so in my view if you want to prevent bullying you have to get society to say those things are not acceptable. Mm-hmm. You can't say those things. You can't do those things. Like, you can't just hit a woman on the back, on the butt. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, touch her without her consent. Mm-hmm. Or any person. Don't touch anybody without their consent. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, if I don't want you to touch me, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not asking you to put your dick up my butt. You know? Okay. Like, sorry to get vulgar but you know i mean that's my point you know bullying that's not true society i mean like school is a reflection of the society yep or the education is because you have your in crowd and you have your outcast and you have your you know you have the more nerdy types and you have the more 
jock types, and you have everybody who runs around in their own group, but those circles, like, when they recognize a difference, they're going to attack a difference because they don't want that. Mm -hmm. So society just needs to change if you want to prevent bullying. True. I feel like I agree that people's views on how they think what's bullying is, like, Mm -hmm. like being indifferent about it or thinking that it's it's not a big deal mm-hmm. should change yeah and we should also make sure that the people see that there are differences among us and everyone in, is unique right and everyone has mm-hmm. some commonality between each other right. kind of thing that's why I kind of usually whenever in college, whenever they ask me to do, like whenever I do an event, I kind of try to get it to do an identity circle mm-hmm. so that people know that there is uniqueness among yeah. themselves and there is that common bond that they share. Like, right. oh, how many people like Twilight? Yeah. Is it Twilight or Twilight? Twilight. Okay. It's always confusing for me, but <laughs> yeah. So I feel like there's... There's smaller steps that parents, teachers, and children have to take. Parents needs to be need to be open to the discussion of like what steps should be taken yeah. to prevent bullying and how they can educate their children, making sure that they understand that they cannot call someone the f word right. or call racial slurs right. or and there needs to be some implications if they do it mm-hmm. and there needs to be some stricter or more stringent rules on what if this happens this is the consequences kind of thing i mean i mean that also ties back in with the consequences of your action kind of thing like if since parker's school did not have great greater action like they don't they not took action against bullying it Mm. kept on happening right does if you don't say it doesn't mean that it is not there right it's still there but you need to change it. Well, it's like with rape, you know, there's see something, say something. Mm-hmm. But with bullying, they're trying, they're trying to say don't be a bystander. But that's not like that doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Like it because you can talk kids until talk to kids until they're blue in the face about, you know, like. Oh, why you shouldn't call people this, or why you shouldn't why bad, bullying's a bad thing, but there because if you don't have an effective way to get the message through their head, I shouldn't bully anybody. They're never going to stop. Like, but this is an interesting segue into what I want to talk about next. You know, for me. I carry emotional scars. And I always will. Mm -hmm. You know, for anybody who has been bullied or who is bullied or who is being bullied or a bully yourself, think you get better. You'll find that as you grow up, you'll find your group. You'll find where you fit in. And that will be the most wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. You know, because don't try to mold yourself to fit into a group you know you don't fit into. No one has to try to fit into anything. You are unique and you're beautiful the way you are. Right. But I'm saying, like, you know, for me, because I have been, 
like a bit on the fence about my sexual identity. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I didn't really fit into any specific group because mm-hmm. I wasn't jockey, I wasn't preppy, I wasn't, you know, like I was a big history nerd and political nerd, and I still am today. <laughs> but it didn't really feel like. It's like in high school, well, where I went, we didn't have a lot of diversity. Mm-hmm. We maybe only had tops 10 black students out of 500. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't a big diverse pool. And even, we don't, I don't even know how many LGBTQ plus students we had. You're just my, saying you're forgetting the B. What? LGBTQ. Yeah, that's what I said. That. No, you forgot the B. I said LGBTQ+. You, you said LGBTQ. Did I? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I apologize. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry. I mean, um, the plus includes everything. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, like, we had um, our, uh, we called it the Gay Straight Alliance, mm-hmm. but it only had four people. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, we had, we uh, the president put up a sign to advertise the meeting and somebody wrote crossed out the pride flag but the F word yeah like you know and so like I'll so there is a light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. and just know that you are loved yep and you are loved you are a beautiful person mm-hmm. whomever you are and just know you have so many people by your side and so many people who want you who want you to be around. So, if you are... Like, don't think that your only solution to your problem is to hurt yourself. Because that's not... Like, that... You are loved. It may not seem like it now, but you'll find, as you grow up, you'll find it. You'll find people who love you. You'll find your group. You'll find your place in this world. True. And if there is there, so you'll you'll find it mm-hmm. because I found it. You found it. I hope. Yep. And talking about self harm and stuff, and as a person who thought harming themselves would make things better, mm. I I understand the perspective of like what what when people do those things I, I was going through that mm-hmm. and depression makes it worse and ang- when you when you're going through a cycle of depression and anxiety you go to the darkest yeah. places and you don't want to face them again yeah. but for me I kept reaching out mm-hmm. that I feel like that's the best thing you can do yeah. like I know there are times when people don't want to hear you, but there's always, I feel like there's always the help that you need mm-hmm. to get through that moment. Right. And things are hard, mm-hmm. people are mean to you, but at that point, there is at least one person yeah. in your life, or there are resources like the National Suicide Prevention. Uh, there's a phone number that you can call. Mm-hmm. We'll leave it under the description thing. Yeah, yeah. And so the if anyone needs help, they can call to yeah. them and then you can talk to them. It's completely free. Yeah. I feel like it's always important to reach out mm-hmm. and always important to tell your stories. Yeah. If you do not tell your stories, people think that yeah. 
never happens. Right. And those are some ways we can prevent it. Mm-hmm. And obviously adding a stricter policies and like making sure that teachers and parents and students yeah. go through training that mm-hmm. makes more yeah. that helps to build a diverse and inclusive yeah. environment for students yeah. i w- people i would say it's a safer f- should be a brave space for everyone uh-huh. so that they can be who they are right. and still respect each yeah. other's opinion right. i feel like if you want to create that there needs to be a starting point and mm-hmm. people need to feel uncomfortable in the beginning yeah to unlearn those things right and yeah mm-hmm. and and i i know it's hard if you get if you're being bullied right now mm. the only thing i can advise you right now is to reach out yeah to people mm-hmm. and talk to them and yeah you are beautiful the way you are and yeah. you don't have to change a thing for what other people say right you are not the problem the mm-hmm. other people are the problem and you got to work right change that right. thing don't just know that you're never alone that you are never it may seem like you're alone but you're never alone mm-hmm. so and it's it's inter- it's it's kind of yep yeah, you're never alone yeah. that's that's what i want to say like there are people that are going through mm-hmm. similar situations mm. And we just want you to reach out to people and get help. Yeah. It seem it might seem like sometimes I thought that people won't understand what I'm going through, but it's always good to reach out. Yeah. They they might not understand what you're going through, but you're letting yeah. out what you're feeling. Right. And for other people who who are being reached out. you listening to the, mm-hmm. uh, listening to some person's concern mm-hmm. is a huge thing yeah. for the person that's sharing it to you mm-hmm. be respectful of what they're saying and right. never ever be rude to them for right. sharing something and also don't be a bully yourself don't take per- don't partake in it and see something say something that 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 is the important thing Don't try to fit in. Right. Because you don't have to right. be in a box. Fitting in is not worth it. Mm-hmm. That, because if a crowd of people is making you do something that you know is wrong, it's not a crowd you should not, you should, you should have no part in that group. Yeah. Because uh, those people are just going to turn out to be nobodies in the future. They may seem like they're somebody now, mm-hmm. but in the future, they won't, you know. Like not to say, I mean, you know, they won't. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I mean, if you're a person who bullied someone, mm-hmm. I know, and you feel guilty about it, reach out to the people yeah. that you bullied, and apologize to them. Yeah, and parents and teachers who are listening to this, uh-huh. you have to unlearn a yeah. lot of things yourself right. to make sure that your kid. or your children your children you're creating a safer space yeah. for them creating a better society mhm so and society change you fuck you for thinking that <laughs> this is not a big problem yeah. it's affecting a lot of yeah. students a lot of people every day mm-hmm. yeah so you better not sit like that and yeah. move your ass 
to make sure this problem never... Right. It erase this problem because it is unnecessary. It is an unnecessary problem. True. Okay. Oh, that was, that was a heavy topic. And that was good that we yeah. talked about it. And it's yeah, important to talk about. And I feel like we did talk yeah. about... We did, throughout the conversation, we had a good topic yeah. stuff we need to have a special yeah. episode on, like toxic masculinity, yeah. maybe privilege, mm-hmm. or stuff like stereotypes yeah. and boxes yeah. that the society yeah. puts on. Yeah. If you want to hear us... Mental health is an important topic. We mental need. health yeah. and how to deal with stress and stuff mm-hmm. is yeah. important topics that we mm-hmm. raised today. And there is sexual harassment to... Yeah. We have a lot of topics. Yeah, we, we have a lot yeah. of topics that we raised and... Mm-hmm. And we are sorry we couldn't cover everything yeah. in episode, but we sh- we are assured that we'll cover it yeah. in the coming episodes. Yeah. We we will dedicate mm-hmm. a whole hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah. Well, that. yeah, yeah. Well, I want to say, on our last episode, we had twenty one listeners, so that was it. Surprised me. I'm pretty sure it's all everyone that Parker <laughs> knew. He's been like, yeah, I've been sharing it around with a lot of people. Oh, I shared it with people yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, we completely forgot to say the what show, what podcast they oh, are listening to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is Kaleidoscope. We actually agreed on a name. Oh, I, I still did not agree on it. Oh. I was thinking of Scatterminds. Now, we already... It's Kaleidoscope because that's what's on iTunes and I can't change it now. So, yeah. You can change it. I don't feel like changing it. Yeah, we can't change it now. We picked Kaleidoscope because it was dead inside, and we can't confuse the twenty-one listeners. Hopefully, the more and more listeners. So hopefully, yeah. if yeah. you get twenty-five this time, yeah, we'll we'll do another. Yeah, thing. we'll do something special. I don't know what we'll do. Uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll talk. We'll do. Something. We might think. share a secret with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, rate, subscribe, review on iTunes. And, um, I, we, this is just a t- podcast that's going to make you uncomfortable, but that's okay. Being uncomfortable mm-hmm. is a good thing. True. Because even as I, as a member of the LGBTQ plus community, mm-hmm. I still have a lot of my own, like, societal hangups that were put on me mm-hmm. in our own community that I need to unlearn. You know. Amen. So. <laughs> right? I made that joke in the last episode, so I can't make it. Yeah, I think so. Nick, yeah. it's, you should not repeat your jokes, just saying. I know. So, it wasn't funny the first time. Okay, Parker, we, I, we need I, to close I, it. All right, all right. I'll shut up now. <laughs> okay. See you guys next week. See ya.